Life consists of a continuum of a single moment. In that moment, we're constantly faced with challenges, opportunities, activities and routines. Our results or the process we want to reach depend upon the decisions we make in these moments we experience. Of course, there are decisions with a different degree of consequences, like micro-decisions, what clothes to wear, which YouTube video to watch, what to add to your coffee, should you buy Bitcoin now or later and etc. The minutia. Then there are the macro decisions, like where to live, what to do for a living, do you go to college or start your own business and so on. You would think that only the macro matters, that you would want to pay attention to only the life or death decisions. But in reality, the quality of your macro decisions get determined by your micro decisions. The small things are the big things because what you do consistently conditions your brain to adopt certain patterns that you begin to associate as who you are and which begin to recreate themselves in the future. Welcome to the Body Mind Apartment Podcast, I'm your host Seamland. At my signal, unleash hell. And today you want to talk about making quality decisions. Because as we found out, the quality of your decisions determine the results you're gonna get and how successful you're gonna be. The most important thing I want you to remember is this. Be prepared. The quality of your decisions depend upon your level of awareness. How conscious you are in the present moment. Can you detach yourself from the situation? Will you be able to control your emotions? And will you still make a rational decision that is aligned with your goals? This is the foundation to making quality decisions because if you've made clear that what you want to accomplish, then between you and the point you want to reach, There are countless of micro and macro decisions that you have to make. It's very difficult to nail all of those decisions because sometimes we behave unconsciously. But if you manage to raise your awareness most of the time, then you're gonna keep making quality decisions more often. So instead of giving you some simple routines or questions to ask yourself when making decisions, I wanna focus more on increasing your level of habitual awareness so that you could start making good decisions on autopilot. So that's the topic of this podcast episode and let's delve into the world of decision making. Do you want to know what it is? Body, mind, empowerment. Get stronger, faster, smarter, quicker, friendlier, more helpful, more driven. Everything the body needs. Control your mind. I started to think about What determines your present state of awareness and perspective? I came to the conclusion that it's a five-stage cycle that is repeating itself and all the parts are also interconnected with each other. It looks like this. At the top, there are quality decisions. That is where you want to get. Quality, quality decisions require quality thoughts. The mental narrative you have, both during the time you make your decision and at every other moment of the day, Quality thoughts require quality input, the fuel or the nutrition you feed your mind with. Quality input requires quality habits or systems, the routines and patterns of behavior that you do consistently to make sure you're getting in quality input. Quality habits require quality decisions, which brings us back full circle to making quality decisions in the moment. 
as you can see, how good your decisions are depends upon what you think and do. In essence, it's who you are. It's like the ancient symbol of the Ouroboros, the snake biting its own tail. It symbolizes introspection or something constantly recreating itself and this endless cycle of life. Whatever you've accomplished, whoever you are right now, wherever you are in life, you're there because of the decisions you've made. Of course, you could blame your genetics, your upbringing, your culture, your conditioning, or just bad luck. Whoa, man, you just ran through a big pile of dog shit! But a much more powerful thing would be to take ownership over everything. It happens. And use it as something that will actually make you better because of the things that have happened to you. Like Carl Jung said, I am not what happened to me. I am what I choose to become. What got you to this point isn't going to take you to where you want to get. So you need to fundamentally change your entire being. You have to bite your own tail to slay the previous version of yourself and be reborn into the empowered you. He is the one. And where do you start? Because I suck at this. You start with making quality decisions with this five-stage process that I just shared with you. So, let's begin with step number one. Quality decisions require quality thoughts. Thoughts are like nutrition. What you consume, you begin to recreate in your own head. Your thoughts literally create your reality. As far as you're concerned, you're living in a psychological matrix of your own doing that you yourself have created with your thoughts. Subjective existence itself is created by your subjective experience and your subjective experience is facilitated by your consciousness. Marcus Aurelius, the Stoic philosopher king of the Roman Empire said, the happiness of your life depends upon the quality of your thoughts. It's true, what you focus on the most begins to grow and fester and you need to be very careful with what you focus on and think about. The idea is that thinking follows a similar kind of pattern that you begin to follow more frequently. Your behavior, your habits and routines create neural networks through neuroplasticity. But fact of the matter is that thoughts are also plastic. Because your brain wants to preserve energy as much as possible, your subconscious mind will make your most habitual thinking more efficient by creating a sheet of myelin between the nucleus of a neuron and its axon terminal. Myelin is this network of axons that increase the speed of communication between neurons and it's a crucial component of learning, memory and neuroplasticity. The signals happening between neurons need to arrive within milliseconds for them to be kept alive and effective. Myelin increases the speed of this, but it also varies widely in a scale of a thousand. It varies between a tenth of a yard per second to 200 yards per second. So, if a certain pattern is stronger, if it's fired more frequently a la neurons that fire together wire together, and if your brain perceives it as more important, then that pattern will begin to fire more easily more rapidly and more efficiently through the process of myelination. Which means, the thoughts you have, the emotions you feel, the actions you take or not take, they become your habitual self. They become your brain's default state of procedure. If you're thinking in a certain way, let's say, 
you can't seem to lose your negative self-talk or that you can't begin to concentrate when it's time to work or you get anxious in public I can't do this. then it's because of neuroplasticity your brain quite literally physically becomes more efficient at what you think about and it becomes increasingly easier to do it in the future that's a scary consequence you want to think about because it will determine your habitual state of mind and what you will accomplish in the future Albert Einstein said the most important decision we make is whether we believe we live in a friendly or a hostile universe it means you can literally create your own reality with your thoughts have you ever seen someone who's constantly worrying about everything like they're worrying about Ebola, North Korea Asteroids, carbohydrates, heavy metals, Bitcoin, everything is about to crash and it's almost over. Can we panic now? This is keeping them in a constant state of fight or flight. Your sympathetic nervous system is making you perceive the world around you as dangerous, whereas in reality, you're living in a comfortable area. Even if someone is rich and has a ton of money, their thoughts can make them perceive their situation as scarce just because they perceive their condition in a certain way and the opposite is true as well someone living in scarcity can actually feel like they're living in abundance because their mindset isn't expecting that high of demands your most precious ways of thinking and behaving can turn into the wings that set you free or the tools that bondage you within your own subjective suffering so what you choose to focus on and think about are incredibly crucial for determining your overall success and happiness. Making good decisions depends upon your level of awareness, how aware you are of the present situation and the greater perspective. Your level of consciousness depends on the thoughts you have, the mental chatter going on inside your squirrel cage. Squirrel! Thoughts are super powerful because they literally determine our experience of the outside world. First of all, we receive the physical stimuli, which themselves are quite objective. The touch, the sound, the smell, the light, they're non-judgmental. Only after we've perceived the stimuli do they gain any significance of any kind. For instance, the temperature objectively doesn't have any ground for meaning. Only us experiencing it, us perceiving it as either cold or warm, gives it any sense of meaning. Another example, you perceive the challenges, the failures or the turmoil you're going through as either suffering or as conditioning. Conditioning that makes you more resilient for the future. Suffering itself is a matter of perspective. Pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. You can't escape the physical pain hitting your body, whether during exercising, shivering or starving. But what you can and must do is change your perspective of it. Your perception literally has the power to alter the experience you have in the world. Your perception gets created with the thoughts you choose to have about the situation you're in. I ain't afraid to die anymore. So, how do you get quality thoughts? Quality thoughts require quality input. What do you feed your mind with? Every thought is a fuel that causes myelination. Every habit is an anchor that triggers a routine. Every bite of food is nourishment that gives you energy. 
Every action is reinforcement that begins to recreate itself. What goes on inside your head is a direct reflection of your external surroundings. The foods we eat, the books we read, the ideas we get exposed to, the people we're surrounded by, it's all mental fuel. That's why you have to make it a priority to guard your mind against afflicted thoughts and you have to be very careful with what you put into your brain. So what is quality input for your mind? It's what you feed your mind with and how you fuel your body. In essence, it's body-mind empowerment, enhancing your physiology and mindset. The foundation for this is an anti-inflammatory diet that keeps you healthy, lean and cognizant. The first and foremost priority of any nutritional plan is to promote longevity and brain health. When it comes to making quality decisions, then you need intellect and consciousness to be aware and capable of rational thinking. What you eat has a tremendous impact on the way you think because certain ingredients affect your state of mind. Tasty wheat. Did you ever eat tasty wheat? That's why keeping inflammation in check is so critical. To be honest, the ketogenic diet is probably the best diet for quality input because of its neuroprotective and cognitive effects. Your foods should comprise of a lot of cruciferous vegetables, colorful berries, seasoning with pigments and spices, some tubers, eggs, wild-caught fish, grass-fed meat, and a lot of healthy fats. This applies to whatever diet you're eating. You don't need to be in ketosis all the time, but the state, the metabolic state of ketosis itself, it opens up a whole new range of cognitive benefits. There are also some medicinal compounds like reishi, ashwagandha, lion's mane, chaga and other mushrooms that boost your immune system and protect against oxidative stress. Some natural nootropics that improve brain function are caffeine, omega-3 fatty acids, DHA, EPA, creatine, choline and L-theanine found in green tea. Constantly learning new things and challenging your beliefs are also quintessential as they will improve the quality of your thinking. I know Kung Fu. You have to expose yourself to many ideas through books, networking with like-minded people, and avoid the energy vampires that do you more harm than good. Being mindful of environmental exposure is quite difficult because it requires a lot of self-awareness, but it's one of the most important things that will determine your success. This is another point I want you to remember. You are the product of your environment. I repeat it. You are the product of your environment. Always. Living organisms adapt to the conditions of their environment. Whether or not you're gonna be the product of your environment that you chose or the product of your environment of social conditioning depends on what you feed your mind with. Free your mind. So how do you create this quality input for your mind? Quality input requires quality systems. Everything you do day in and day out follows a certain pattern of neuroplasticity. If you were to really look at your weekly routine, then you're probably doing the same shit all over again. You get up around the same time, you eat similar foods, you still follow your routines. We all have our habits, we all have our routines, we all have our virtues and we all have our vices. All of them are a system of your habitual way of thinking and behaving. These systems are who you are. Your habits create the person you are. 
and at the same time you're creating your own habits which ultimately create the person you will become in the future. If you want to reach a particular point or reach a goal then you have to focus on building a system for it. Systems are what allow you to reach that point you want to reach because what you do every day is what gives you your results. A goal is the destination or a milestone but a system is the journey. The process that you go through and they're comprised of all your habitual ways of thinking and behaving. I hope you're beginning to see how these five stages, how they're all connected with each other. Your thoughts follow a certain pattern that you've conditioned out of habit, which themselves have been created by your systems. Every moment of the day is an opportunity to show up to the greatest version of yourself. It's in those small moments when you're creating your systems, your habits, and your success. Now the easy part, how do we do it? Fundamentally, creating quality systems has to begin with taking a proactive approach on your day. Instead of being reactive, waiting for things to happen, or getting triggered by the external world, you have to be the one who's in control, but also for being able to dictate your response to any situation. The fever, the rage, Listen up, this is another point I want you to embed into your mind. You're either in control or the one who is being controlled. This requires you to follow certain best practices and routines that help you to stay in control of your environment and emotions. But at the same time, you shouldn't be attached to them. You don't want to depend upon anything, whether that be the weather, other people, your levels of motivation, what you ate, or whether or not you got to drink your cup of coffee this morning. To make quality decisions, your systems need to be anti-fragile, which means you don't need to be in your perfect work environment with all the pencils lined up to be productive or to be creative. You don't need a gym with weights to get an amazing workout. You don't need a quiet room to be able to concentrate your thoughts and silence your mind. You don't need to follow your morning routine to feel that you can tackle the rest of the day. Instead, you're benefiting from that small chaos because you know it conditions you to handle future adversity a lot better. And you'll be able to still make quality decisions under the worst conditions. Because like I said, the quality of your decisions depends upon your level of awareness in the present moment. And if you lack control over your mental states, your emotions or your environment, then you're gonna get triggered into unconscious behavior and you're gonna fall into your own traps. The turns, good man. Cruel. That's why you have to have habits, routines and systems for developing meta-awareness and proactivity. Upgrade. So that you could recognize yourself in the midst of chaos and still take action on the right things. So here are some strategies for becoming more proactive. Detachment. You have to learn how to detach yourself from your emotions and the situation. Don't associate yourself with anger, sorrow or even joy because there's still experiences that are happening to you and not the real you. It requires you to see behind the event and realize that you experience these things because of a particular cause. It's this something that your senses pick up from the environment and translate into thoughts and emotions. Viktor Frankl said in Man's Search for Meaning, 
Between stimulus and response, there's an empty space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. That's the essence of detachment and proactivity. It's also the epitome of any free will you as a person could ever hope to have. It's a short moment in time where you're not allowing yourself to be triggered into your habitual reaction. No. But instead, you take a step back, you meditate in that empty space, and then you make a better decision. Meditation is one of the best mental tools for developing this meta-awareness. You become more mindful of what goes on inside you, and you learn how to detach yourself out of habit. Meditation allows you to create this empty space in the first place between the stimulus and your response. Every day, have at least 10 to 30 minutes where you deliberately train your mind to be silent. Eventually, this will increase the myelination of your neural connections to a point where you learn to check on yourself more frequently during the day. What, what am I doing right now? Is this really important or am I simply procrastinating? Which of these decisions is the best one and etc. Meditation is also a great method for self-inquiry and reflection. If you're constantly running like a hamster inside a wheel, then it's very difficult to notice whether or not you're heading in the right direction. Ray Dalio, the founder of Bridgewater and one of the most successful investors of all time, has a saying in his book called Principles. Pain plus reflection equals progress, which means you will grow as a person, as a businessman, as a decision maker only if you learn from your mistakes. Failure itself is useless and detrimental unless you actually reflect upon it. You reflect upon what you did wrong and how you can improve so that you wouldn't fall into the same trap again. It takes an active conscious decision to take a step back, evaluate your results, look at your progress and then course correct your systems and routines so that you could keep doing the things you need to do to achieve what you want to achieve. At the end of the day, results are all that matter. Other quality systems I encourage everyone to implement are journaling, reading about conflicting ideas that go against your beliefs, creating daily routines that incorporate physical activities, mental activities, periods of deep work and shallow work. At this point, you have to remember the concept of myelination and be very mindful of what neural connections you're strengthening on a daily basis because if you said you're gonna do something like exercising every day or eating nutritious brain food but fail to do it because of procrastination or lying to yourself then you're creating a dangerous pattern in your brain that can drag you down. Being brutally honest with yourself is the key to having a subconscious mind that works for, not against you. If you are not one of us, you are one of them. Whoa. To make quality systems a habit, you have to keep practicing them and actively reflect upon your results. But where they have failed, you will succeed. And eventually, it all gets traced back to the decisions you make. Because quality systems require quality decisions. You might think, I don't know where to start. Should I first start having quality thoughts, brain food, some ketones, put my systems in place or what? What the hell? The answer is, you begin right now in the present moment. You begin with the moment-to-moment -moment decisions you make every day. 
Every moment when we're forced to choose between many options, like whether to snooze in on the alarm clock, or to get up with a cold shower, or when we have to choose between reading or binging on Netflix, or between surfing on Facebook or focusing on working, is a moment where your brain is reconstructing itself. If you've reached enough meta-awareness and consciousness in the present moment, then in that empty space you have to ask yourself, what would the empowered version of myself do right now? You probably know the answers to all of those questions. You just have to be honest with yourself and still make the right thing happen. All of those situations are opportunities to make quality decisions, to have quality thoughts, to put quality things into your head, to create quality systems and habits, and to decide to show up to the empowered version of yourself. The self-empowered version of yourself, because you're the one who has to make that decision. You have to make an absolute statement to turn up with quality decisions. It's a decision to make quality decisions. It's a decision to have quality thoughts. It's a decision to feed your mind with quality things. And it's a decision to follow quality systems. And these decisions will carry over to your diet, your exercise, your habits routines, your personal peace of mind, your professional success, and the overall fulfillment in life. So there you have it. The five-stage process for making quality decisions. Quality decisions require quality thoughts. Quality thoughts require quality input. Quality input requires quality habits or systems. And quality habits require quality decisions. That's the secret ingredient, the magic sauce that allows you to make the right decisions in any situation. Because I choose to. Meditate over this empty space and I definitely encourage you to implement some quality systems into your daily routine. You can also check out my morning routine video course on Udemy that teaches these exact principles of taking care of your body, your mind, your emotional states, your environment, and how to do your greatest work. Is it too much to ask for both? But that's it for this podcast. One quality decision you can make right away is to leave us a review on iTunes and other social media platforms because it will definitely support the message that I'm trying to share with the world. Other than that, click the like, subscribe, notification bell as well. Thanks for listening. My name is Seem. Stay proactive. Stay empowered.